Welcome back to the Balance Bully Podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Renthigpen. As always, excited to be in the place with you. Listen, as we round out this month, I am honored and thrilled to have this fierce woman with us today. First, let me just give a little mini you know, context to this. She is a sister friend. She is a colleague. She is a mentor. And I dare say the goat when it comes to all things social selling. My good friend, Bobby Fodish. She is the LinkedIn Jedi known to everyone as a master connector. She also happens to be a keynote speaker and a phenomenally sought after trainer. She also happens to be an author and a professor and a consultant. I mean, the list goes on. But what I will stand in is this woman literally helped me increase my business by 80%. 80%. Yeah, you heard that right. Bobby, welcome to the BBP. How are you today? Thanks, Nikita. I am super excited to be here and excited to hear that you've increased your business by 80%. That is phenomenal. <laughs> Good job. Thank wow. You. Well, kudos to you because you dealt with my ridiculousness. Uh, for many, many, many years at this point, I feel like it's been since 2012, 2013, when we came into yeah. each other's ecosystem. And yeah. it started from a LinkedIn note, me being awkward yeah. and bold and reaching out and you standing in your truth as the professional you are. And we're like, listen, there are no fake connections here. We're connecting. We're really going to meet and chat and speak and make sure that it's worth connecting. And from there, we've never let go. I got to tell you, I use that example all of the time. And and it's not that you're the only person I've ever met that way. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we went from a digital invitation yes. to canceling all of the meetings that I had that afternoon so I could sit and continue to talk with you over tea, you know, that, that moment changed my life. And uh, had we just remained digital connections we wouldn't be here today. We wouldn't have the relationships we have today. Yeah. We wouldn't be the support for each other that we are today. So there's a lot to be said for taking it out of the digital environment. And that's really, that's the focus is to meet the right people so that you can engage with the right people, build the right ecosystem and have those opportunities come to you. I mean, look at this opportunity. This is uh, not the first time that you've interviewed me on a podcast. That's right. And, you know, we support each, we've supported each other for more than 10 years and it's all because we sent a LinkedIn connection request. Exactly. How about that? And it was an right? awkward invitation too, because I remember that <laughs> I had zero idea what to do with LinkedIn other than upload my resume. Cause back in the day, that's what we did. And sure. I was looking around like, okay, how do I step outside of the, you know, X number of hundred people that I know? And I... <laughs> rudely was like, okay, this person looks nice. This person looks kind. This person looks, and you were one of those people. So just kind of shooting my shot, not really even understanding where it was going to go was one of the bolder things that I did back then. It's not the boldest thing that I've done this day. (laughs) (laughs) And being able to, to do it in an authentic way, which you guided me through the process. And I know that's a huge part of what you do and a huge reason that you are so successful and you've been able to take transferable skills from your past life working in the restaurant industry and all the places that you've done and really up-level not only yourself, but other people because you're helping them be 
authentic to who they are and strategic by leveraging LinkedIn as just one of the many platforms that I know you help people use when they're trying to take their business from wherever they are to wherever they want to be. Yeah, I mean, I got to tell you, so I think um, our generation and older, we're, we're at that cross stage, you know, we didn't grow up with the technologies, we didn't grow up with social media. And I was one of those people, I and uh, very many of my clients are, are our age or older. And they say to me, you know, Bobby, I'm, I'm not tech savvy, and mm-hmm. I don't do social media. And I say to them, I was the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was not a believer in social media. I did not understand how sharing with people what I put in my coffee or what sweater <laughs> I put on my dog right? was going to help grow my business. And then when I started, uh, when I opened my LinkedIn profile, um, God, I did it all wrong. I did what everybody else did. I, I connected with tens of thousands of people and, uh, you know, just posted about about me. I just posted about what I was selling and what I was doing. And there was nothing real or genuine about it. And I thought, God, I'm just wasting my time yeah. here. What, what's everyone talking about? LinkedIn, this great platform. And so I shut it down mm-hmm. after a LinkedIn, like three times slapped me on the wrist and was like, don't do this. Don't do that. You can't just send a million connection requests out. We're going to shut you down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I went back and I read the agreement that we all sign when we open up the account. And I was like, all right, they actually want me to build relationships with people here. That's what I'm going to do. If the platform was built for that, that's what I'm going to do. And so for a long time, I actually tried to keep my connections below 500 because in my mind, how could I possibly build true relationships with 500, 1,000, 10,000 people? It's not possible. Mm -hmm. You know, Fast forward 10 years and I realize you collect people over the years and you may not talk to them for a while, but what LinkedIn does is it helps us stay in touch. It helps us be visible and see other people at the same time. So you don't have to have ongoing relationships, but it helps you uh, kind of balance it out, Mm -hmm. right? Of um, relationships you're working on relationships you've already developed, Mm -hmm. relationships that need nurturing, and those relationships that even if you don't talk for 10 years, you could call up on Sunday at two in the morning and say, I need you to help me. I have a flat tire. You know, there's there's a difference in all of those levels of relationships. So I made it a steadfast rule to meet with everybody I connect with. And people say to me all the time, you must have tens of thousands of connections. Well, first of all, you can only have 30,000 connections on LinkedIn. And the fact that you know only, that, by the way. <laughs> right. So I can't have, you know, mm-hmm. other than three tens of thousands, I can't have more than that. But I have less than 3,000 connections. And that has taken me 10 years to build. Yeah. Because someday I do want 30,000 connections, but I want them all to mean something. Right. I want them all to be people I've spoken with or supported or done business with or referred business to or added into my ecosystem of resources for my network and my clients. I I want there to be meaning behind the people uh, that actually care about what I have to say and I care about what they have to say. So when you start behaving the same way you behave in real life, Mm -hmm. when you start behaving like that on LinkedIn, you start using it for the same abilities that you use to create relationships in real life. It changes everything about the business. I'll, g- I'll give you a real quick story. So when I first started networking, God, I was really bad at it. I mean, I was bad at it and, I, and I'm an introvert. So 
that makes it even harder for an introvert to walk into a networking room of hundreds of people. And uh, you know what? You're supposed to just make a relationship with people that you've never met before right. over crab balls and coffee, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's that's the expectation. I would I would go into the bathroom and for the first 20 minutes of event, just sit in a stall trying to get the nerve up mm-hmm. to go out there and uh, start talking to people that I didn't know, that I had no idea who they were and they had no idea who I was. Mm-hmm. And that to me was uh, inundating. It was really inundating. So then... Um, you know, I, I, the first six months, I was all in. I joined everything, chambers, associations, women's networking groups, uh, special interest groups. Like I remember Wednesday Night Wino. This was one of the things I used to go to <laughs> down on the main line and uh, right outside of Philly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just trying to figure it out. I did all of those referral networks, BNIs, tips, all yeah. of those. I did everything. So I was networking five breakfasts, five lunches, and four evenings every single week for six months. So uh, at the end of that six months, I had so little to show for it, so little. And I thought this can't be what everyone's talking about, you know, when they're talking about networking. I fortunately had met a handful of people over those six months that took me under their wing and explained to me that networking was about building relationships, not making a sale in a room or finding a job in a room or, you know, it wasn't about me. It was about everybody else, which is my organic way of thinking anyway. So that resonated. And then those people, I asked if, uh, you know, Hey, can I show you something that I I learned on LinkedIn? Uh, Can we just sit down over coffee face to face? Mm -hmm. And can we talk about who we could potentially introduce each other to? Yeah. It would make sense for everybody, right? Not just for me, mm-hmm. but for them as the connector and for the people being introduced to, you know, who were their best connections that could actually benefit from building a relationship with me? So the next six months were completely different. I met with over 500 of my direct decision makers over the next six, six months nice. using this one process, this one process on LinkedIn. And that changed not only the scope of the work that I do, but it changed the trajectory and it changed everything about being able to position myself as a subject matter expert. I became over those six months, a published author, Mm -hmm. a contributing blogger, an adjunct professor, a keynote speaker. Mm -hmm. I had so many opportunities come my way because I was able to have discussions with my closest network about who made the most sense for me to meet and then use the LinkedIn intelligence to be able to really focus in on the people that made sense for me. So now my network building became very intentional. It became very targeted and uh, literally changed everything for the next 10 years. Mm, mm, mm. I can't even, first of all, I can't even imagine you being I never met the Bobby that sat in the stall for 20 minutes, but you know, right the nerve, right? <laughs> like the Bobby I met definitely was on it. So like, oh, I'm, I'm leaning into my introversion. I know that I'm a go giver. Yeah. I know that that's the best strategy for me and was able yeah. to be in the right room with the right people. You said a word multiple times that I, you know, personally, cause you know me really well, you know, that I stand for all day and that was being intentional. And you were very intentional after you had done things the way, I guess, the textbook would have said. And people that were networking, quote unquote, networking, were saying this is how it's done, but they didn't understand connecting. 
which you are a master at. And I think it shows up not just in your work and the layers in which you really dig down and help people, because I know you have a diverse population of people you work with from the Fortune 500 companies all the way to the individual solopreneur or the person who's looking for their next career and trying to transition their skills the way you transferred your skills coming from the restaurant corporate world and all of that that came in and moving into this digital online world and helping people open doors to physical companies that they never imagined they would be able to get to. Um, that by itself, I know all came from the fact that not only are you a go-giver, but you understand the difference between networking for networking sake, you know, being in the room, yeah. shaking hand, kissing babies, to yeah. being intentional and creating connections that both of you get reciprocity out of. It's not a one-way yeah. street. And you're always really clear, which I literally just had a conversation before our interview started, about being clear about your agenda. And you have always been clear with your agenda, which hands down from the moment I met you via LinkedIn Messenger, I always respect it because I didn't have to guess yeah, with you. Thank you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Transparency is critical, yeah. right? I mean, it's really all about understanding the needs of everybody else. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, me, I'm a big fan of giving it away. Mm-hmm. Like, let's, let's, let's give it away. Mm-hmm. Let's show everybody how to do everything. And, uh, you know, that creates a little more interest, right? Being able to, to give to people who will pay it forward. Yeah. It's, it's just about um, creating kind of uh, that bubble, you know, that ecosystem of people that really do care about what you have to say. And in order to do that, you have to help them. Yeah. You have to help everybody that needs your help. And, you know, you have to learn how to say no, too, right? Because you... You really do start increasing business, increasing conversations. You know, they say it takes five years to become an overnight success. And uh, it's very true for very, very many people. Mm-hmm. But when you use technology to help support your initiatives, when you use the intelligence that's available at our fingertips today, it accelerates everything. Yeah. It makes everything a little bit faster and easier. It, it makes it a little more targeted mm-hmm. and intentional, yeah. right? Being able to build an intentional network. And like you said, I, I work with all kinds of uh, target markets because really all it's about is opening the right doors mm-hmm. and building the relationships with the right people in the right places, because it is not about what you know. It's all about who you know. I agree a hundred percent. And, you know, A and D in parentheses for me, you being able to build your business and multiple businesses, might I add, in the process Mm -hmm. of that and doing it allows you to have room for the people that you're building the businesses for, for your family, for your legacy, for everything that you're creating and knowing you personally and knowing that you are not someone that's like, I'm wiggling my toes when I'm not at work and sitting here just watching Netflix for, you know, eight hours straight. <laughs> not that you're not entitled or worthy or deserving of having those down moments when you don't have to be, you know, filled with an agenda, but your life is very robust and full and you've created your business to compliment you and to support you in that way so that you can go camping with your husband or, take walks in the middle of the day for two miles with the dogs, right? Like you've created your life. That is your work-life balance because you've been able to do something that complements who Bobby is internally and what she thrives out of, which I know you love nature. I still don't get that, but (laughs) I'm here for it. (laughs) 
<laughs> the fact that you're able to still have nature every day and move across the country and develop deeper relationships with your siblings and just all the things that you were able to do, which I don't think you often stop and really see, like, Girl, that's true. You are bad. Really <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like you, you take you take the the award for being. You know, some people say bad ass. I won't say that, but you are definitely up there, making it clear that you can truly create your reality your way. And you've not only done it for yourself, Bobby. You've helped so many other people do it along the way. Yeah. You know what I realized a long time ago, um, as I stumbled into this process, which was very unintentional, Mm -hmm. and this business that was very unintentional, Mm -hmm. you know, is that, um, well, when you create your own luck, first of all, right? And it's not always about working hard, even though I definitely work hard. It is about working smart. And think about this for all of the entrepreneurs out there and small business owners and uh, the professionals who sell, right? And I don't mean just salespeople. Mm -hmm. I mean professionals who sell, people that need to market themselves, people that need to network. What if you didn't have to go after speaking engagements? Mm -hmm. What if you didn't have to go after podcasts? What if you didn't have to go after opportunities to, to be a published author? What if you didn't have to go after opportunities to be an adjunct professor? What if everything came to you? Mm -hmm. Think about the amount of time that you get back because everything comes into your funnel Mm -hmm. versus you going after everything that everyone else can offer you. I mean, think about that. That's a lot of time. And somebody asked me the other day, how do you, how do you get your speaking gigs? I, and I told them, I don't know. Like they, people, people ask me to come speak and I go, right. I mean, that's really it. I've, I've never had a, I mean, of course I would know how to go after speaking engagements. It's like everything else is targeting it, building relationships mm-hmm. and showing your value. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it, but I don't have to do a lot of those things yeah. that, many small business owners and solo entrepreneurs have to do in order to get the word out. You know, I I can't even tell you uh, how I got my first speaking engagement. It definitely came through my network. Somebody said to me, can you talk to my networking group about this? Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Let's go. Let's do it. Right. And even, uh, even being an adjunct professor that was brought to me by somebody Mm -hmm. in my network, Mm -hmm. being a contributing author that was brought to me, people came to me and said, what do you think about this? And, you know, there was a point in, in this whole process where I said yes to everything, everything. Let's, let's see, let's throw it against the wall. Let's see what sticks. Mm -hmm. Right. And I did it all. If it was going to give me visibility, I did it. And guess what? Visibility creates visibility. Yeah. And the opportunity to say no, to make room for the yes that you want. Yeah. That's huge. Learning to say no, that Mm -hmm. was hard. Mm -hmm. That was hard. It got to the point where I didn't have that balance that we were talking Mm -hmm. about earlier, where, uh, you know, you're working 23, 24 hours a day because you're saying yes to everybody. And actually I had somebody pointed out to me, you know, she was like, you've rescheduled with me six times. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I'm I'm really sorry about that. I have to triage everything. And she was like, 
maybe it's time to start saying no. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's true. Okay. I'm going to have to cancel our meeting. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't see that coming. <laughs> right, right. But <laughs> that was exactly it. I was like, you're right. I, mm-hmm. I don't have the time for these things and to keep pushing them off isn't fair. Right. So how about if I'm just uh, transparent about that and let you know that it's not the right time. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a powerful lesson in and of itself. The fact that you were able to have your own experiences of trial and error and learn from them versus being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had some yeah. some bad situations, some fire dumpsters, as one of my colleagues would say. Yeah. But you were able to say, okay, let's look at these fire dumpsters and make sure that they don't happen or at least not happen as often. And, oh, yeah. and really go from there to make your life more leverageable. I'm going to use your term because you're always like yeah. leveraging LinkedIn, right? To really be able to leverage your time in a better way. And I have that conversation on the other side as a balance and relationship advisor. People just assume that my life is perfectly balanced. And I'm like, sure. This sure, is why right. I'm a, I'm an expert in balance and relationships because I'm always working on balance and relationships. Absolutely. Right. There's always something coming at me to make me more creative and my problem, yeah. you know, and solution designing more amenable to the reality that I don't have all the answers because here's another problem that I didn't see coming in the balance sure. and or boundaries and or relationship area and the difference between me and someone else and you and someone else in our respective fields is we're willing to take the lessons and allow it to grow us. Oh, you have to, right? It's it's uh, something I um, tell all my clients. Mm-hmm. And uh, you hear me saying a lot of speaking engagements and I write about it and it's about failing forward. Process improvement is critical to success. And so it is okay. In fact, it's a positive thing to make those mistakes. Mm -hmm. It's positive. Mm -hmm. That's how, that's how you learn how to do it the right way. And, you know, I spent years making those mistakes before uh, a business was even, yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't even, I, you know, I made these mistakes before I opened my business. Like I said, like this was, this was um, unexpected Mm -hmm. having, having this type of consultancy. It was never a plan Mm -hmm. ever, but because I made the mistakes, learned from the mistakes and then changed what I was doing and change is scary for people, but you have to be open to changing. I also realized that I was not a snowflake. Mm -hmm. I am not special. Mm -hmm. It's not that Bobby was able to build this ecosystem and Mm -hmm. network because she's so wonderful. Mm -hmm. That's not it at all. Mm -hmm. That's, that's when I realized there was a business to be had because I could teach anybody how to do what I do. It's all about learning what happens when you click where Mm -hmm. that's really what it's about. It's about being able to take the next step, being able to take it to the next level and being able to get deeper into what you need to do to be able to create that room for everything in your life that you want. And I'm not going to say I don't work hard or that I don't put in a ton of hours because I do. But being a business owner of of my own businesses, I have the ability to take the time I need also. Absolutely. This is why I appreciate The fact that even at this level in your business and you've had phenomenal success, I know this very personally as well as professionally, and you've been able to step into arenas and work with industries that I didn't see coming, right? Like, what? What Me neither. Right? Like all this amazing (laughs) and still clone your success in a different way with these very technical aspects of the financial industry. I know they have all these restrictions on what they can and cannot do. Yeah. So they don't think they can use LinkedIn and you're like, huh, let me show you right. how you can, right? Like, let me give you the process. Yes, yeah. And you've been able to do it in so, in so many amazing ways. And 
in parentheses, you know, that's my favorite. You still at this level in this day in your business, you still offer free training. And you invite people into that so they can get everything that they need. And of course, if they want to go deeper and they need more um, personalized work for themselves or their teams, of course, you have programs and processes in place for that. But the fact that you still have that as part of the front gate for your business is really unusual and quite phenomenal. It's huge. Mm -hmm. I don't feel the need to charge everybody for everything. Mm -hmm. You know, there are a lot of folks out there who are just starting or maybe just need some advice for a short period of time Mm -hmm. or need some help and don't have a budget. You know, those those folks uh, who are always grateful, always ask me how they can pay me back. And I always tell them to pay it forward. That's what I tell them. Get yourself settled, get successful and then give somebody else the hand up that they need. Right. And very often uh, those two turn into clients because they are coming to the regular, Mm -hmm. regularly scheduled free sessions. They're learning, they're implementing. People say all the time, you know, Bobby, if if it's free, people aren't going to show up. Mm -hmm. They're not going to use what you tell them to do. I got to tell you, I don't find that that's accurate at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not at all. I think it's really more about whether or not it's what they actually need. And do, do I get a hundred percent show rate? No, right. but I get close. Yeah. I get close. People come, they learn, they implement, they build their businesses. And then they're able to, whether it's years or months or decades later, doesn't matter. They're able to do something for somebody else that was in the same position they were in when they were trying to pull themselves up out of the trenches and really build a business that was meaningful and that could change people in general. Mm -hmm. So it's been, uh, you know, it's been a road and it's something, like you said, I've done it for free the entire time. It's something I'll never change. I will always offer weekly free sessions for people to come and at least get an idea of what the LinkedIn platform can do from a networking perspective an ecosystem build out perspective from positioning themselves as a thought leader yeah. to content distribution, inbound interests, getting people to want to talk to you as opposed to you going after them. Mm-hmm. People just don't realize that um, if they can duplicate the person they are in real life on LinkedIn, yeah. if they can duplicate that then they're going to see not just the same successes they see in real life. They're going to see far advanced successes because technology does that. Technology gives us the ability that we didn't have 10, 20, 25, 30 years ago that that help us actually get the word out further and faster with people that care about what we have to say while building a meaningful ecosystem of people that care about what we have to say that want to hear what you're up to, want to hear what's going on and what that next great tip to understand how they can actually be better at what they do. Mm-hmm. When you are not out here helping people exponentially grow their businesses and and their lives on some levels, because when you're helping people with their business and you're taking so much weight off of them, which really does give them a sense of mental freedom and emotional security, because that that part of their life is not keeping them awake at night. In in that respect. And I know that you don't always necessarily think of it like that because you're like, I'm just here to show up and be fully who I am and do what I'm doing. Right. And not realizing (laughs) the ripple effect of help that you're offering people. That's so true. Mm-hmm. I, Nikita, I had somebody that um, she saw me speak in uh, Manhattan, I'm going to say nine or 10 years mm-hmm. ago. And uh, we connected on LinkedIn. You know, we chatted. I met her at the event. Um, I've seen her, you know, 
post stuff. She's seen me, but we never really engaged at a deeper level. Okay. And uh, for me, like if, if you take the time to come see me speak, I want to connect with you and I want to get to know more. Yeah. Sometimes timing doesn't work out. Well, a year ago, she reached back out to me and, and I had no idea, but she said to me, what I learned that day changed my entire life. See, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Are you serious? And she was like, yes. And I said, I had no idea. And she said, well, you wouldn't because I never told you. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's true. <laughs> true. <laughs> and, you know, she still comes to LinkedIn Mondays and she actually just sent me a cute little package the other day. And, you know, we've developed that relationship that goes past the profession. Right. Just because it changed the way that she looked at things. It changed the way that she networked. It changed the way that she does business. It changed her perspective. And I only spent 90 minutes with her and that was it. So to me, I was like, wow, mm -hmm. wow, that's fantastic. And you know, you hear, you hear those tidbits here and there and it just makes it worth it. It does on every level. And you, you already know personally, I'm just here to create ripples, right? I want to build stronger families, one intentionally selfish person at a time. <laughs> Yeah. And really help them be who they are. And you're doing the same thing on the opposite side because you're helping them with their yeah. businesses and really giving them that financial freedom that they need for themselves and for anyone else that they lead so they can enjoy all the orgasms yeah. that I'm helping them have on the, on the Absolutely. Right? <laughs> right? And have time for it. <laughs> We are two sides of the same, same coin. Exactly. Exactly. Definitely. Um, Bobby, when you're not doing all the things that you do and wearing the many hats that you wear so well, how are you giving yourself permission to pause? Uh, I outsource that to my husband <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> A true boss that is delegated. Uh, right? Absolutely. So, you know, I, you really do create the room mm -hmm. that you need to create. And, you know, you focus, even if it is just sitting around binging Netflix that's for right. a day. You know, that's uh, that's huge. Absolutely. It's huge to be able to take the time to do that. And and I have a wonderful husband who rubs my feet every night. Yes. You know, absolutely. You know, we, we take care of each other. Mm -hmm. We completely 100% support each other and take care of each other. And he'll tell me when I need to take a break. And, you know, we have this agreement that if, if somebody's getting burnt, even for a day, it's like, all right, we're okay. Back up for a second. Right. We're going to, we're going to take this time off. We're going to, we're going to do something together. And it, it literally will likely be getting takeout and sitting on the couch with our dogs and binging a show that has six to eight episodes that we can do in a day, you know, or planning, uh, planning, a, a camping trip. You know how much I love camping. I do. I, I don't, I don't understand it, but I do know it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, there's something to be said for being in the middle of nowhere mm -hmm. where there is no cell reception mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, you're, you're just in the moment. Yeah. There's something to be said for being present. The last, the last place we went camping was on the Washington, Oregon border. It was a single site carved out of the side of the mountain on the Columbia river. Mm. And, uh, so there's nobody else around us. And I had to drive six miles to the, to the general store mm -hmm. to be able to use my phone. Wow. I, Right. I mean, it's that kind of get away from everything, yeah. wake up next to the water where the sun is rising. Mm. Right. In in 
in a tent or a cabin. There's actually a cabin there uh, with your with your dogs mm-hmm. and getting up and cooking on the fire and making coffee and deciding what you're going to do for that day or whether you're going to do anything for that day. You know, whether you're going to go into a small town that's close by or hang out all day and cook by the fire. And of course, you know, we bring stuff like, you know, we'll set up an outdoor movie theater and stuff like that when we go. It's not like we're laying on the dirt floor. Right. We, we pretty much go glamping. Mm-hmm. But but it can be just us or, you know, it can be that other people come along and, you know, we have some time with family and or friends or it can just be that, uh, you know, it's just us and we're going out and doing things every day and coming back to this site every night where we can be reached and it's just about us and we can focus on each other mm. and that's it. You're making it enticing, except, you know, I need I know. a full body net so no mosquitoes and or bees or, and or flies or indoor nets uh, can touch me. You see that out in the Pacific Northwest, Nikita. Oh, that's what it is. There, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no camping in the Northeast. Right. right. <laughs> you know, I'm here for everything you painted. And then I saw bugs and was like, oh. Right, okay, no. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with them in their natural habitat. But out here in the Pacific Northwest, you don't really have that problem. So true. I remember being out in your pocket of space. I won't say where you live for confidentiality. (laughs) But I do do remember calling my husband like, it's so weird. I haven't seen a fly, like a gnat. Like, it's so weird. Um, But you remember, I also didn't see any children for a few days. So I had questions about that. Right, just dogs. Everyone, there are definitely more dogs here than children. Exactly. That's for certain. I was concerned. Um, Yeah, I know. I know. You mentioned that. (laughs) I was like, no, there are no schools and no children now. So how can people connect with you and find out more about the uh, social selling, leveraging LinkedIn trainings that you offer, and just more about Bobby Fodish? Well, that's pretty simple. They can get me on LinkedIn. That's pretty simple. I do have a website. It's easy. It's bobbyfotish.com as long as you can pronounce my name mm-hmm. or spell my name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can find that on LinkedIn too. All of my links are on LinkedIn and I'm sure the links will be available through the podcast. But, you know, there's uh, I, I'm pretty easy. If you Google me, I'm all over the place. You can find just about anything about me anywhere. And if you go to my LinkedIn, I have a calendar link there in my about section. You can book time with me. I'm, you know, I have people tell me that they don't want to waste my time. They don't like, why would you want to meet with me? Why wouldn't I right. want to meet with you? Like, why, why would you even think that? That's why the calendar link is there. Right. Let's, let's not just go through some training together. Let's talk about the support I can give. Let's right. see where I can help you. Let's, let's have a real genuine conversation. And if I can, I can't, but if I can, I can't. Absolutely. I love that. If I can, I can. Bobby, I don't need to tell you how much I love you, how grateful and honored I am by your presence, by your energy, by your truth, and by your time. I am so excited. Ditto, Nikita. I was able to get you here because you know it took months with your schedule. I know, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But you know I love you and I'll do anything ever that you ever need. And, you know, just uh, it goes both ways, right? I mean, you became such a source for me and my husband, Mm -hmm. you know, especially in our first iteration of the business where, you know, you you weren't even focused on power couples at the Mm -mm. moment. But 
you know, he and I ran the same business and had different aspects of it. And and you were there. You were there constantly giving him advice. So thank you for that. You know, <laughs> constantly talking to me about, uh, you know, the way that we need to really focus on each other mm-hmm. during the time where we're focusing on a business. And, you know, not that we ever had any, um, it was never a question that he and I were going to be together forever, right. but you definitely impacted our relationship. And, you know, there isn't, there isn't a, a power couple out there. I wouldn't say shouldn't talk to you. There isn't. Aww, thank you. I totally agree with that Absolutely. sentiment, by the way. But <laughs> yeah, you should. Yes, you should. <laughs> Bobby, you are so fantastic on so many levels. And again, I'm just grateful. And I thank you for being here and sharing your story and your truth with the Balanced Bully listeners. Oh, thank you for having me. And you know, birds of a feather, right? That's right. So I, I appreciate you bringing me on. I appreciate you sharing your audience with me. And I just appreciate you in general. You see all this love, guys. This is genuine <laughs> love. <laughs> Thank yes, you again. <laughs> Everyone listening, we appreciate your time. The way you can honor both of us is to review and share this episode. Make sure you you know, write up a little description of all the things that you got out of it, your favorite takeaway, your favorite story from Bobby Fodish, and then make sure you share this valuable tool with someone in your ecosystem that you think can benefit, whether they are a entrepreneur, a VP or CFO or CIO at some major company, or they're just a human that wants to transfer their skills and make sure that they can have a full representation of themselves on LinkedIn, which is the number one platform for all professionals. So make sure you do that honor for yourself and for us. Until next time, I want you to do what I want you to do all the time is enjoy the balance of your day, but do it boldly.